You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Slavery is back. Welcome to a place where private business profit from a captive labour force, yet pennies are spent on medical services to a population in which the Indigenous, the poor and the mentally ill are overrepresented. Where isolation, humiliation and degradation are facts of life. Welcome to prison. It depends who's telling the story, I suppose. The prisoners would have one view. The people who work in the prison system would have another. And I think it's up to people to decide uh, where, where the truth is. Give government propaganda and the media spin doctors the flick. And check out Doin' Time for news, views and tunes on prison issues from Guantanamo Bay to Christmas Island to prisons and detention centres everywhere. Every Monday at 4pm on your community radio, 3CR. We are still fired up and we're still talking about revolution. Hello and welcome to the Doin' Time Show. This is 3CR Community Radio, 855am on the dial, streaming live on www.3cr.org.au. This is Marissa and I'll be taking you through until 5 o'clock this evening. Today we're going to be rebroadcasting in part the state funeral of Uncle Jack Charles and that state funeral happened on the 18th of October 2022. Uncle Jack recently passed away and he has done a lot of activism and he's a, a filmmaker, actor and stolen generation survivor. And stay tuned for this very beautiful state funeral. like to start off by acknowledging that this afternoon we are meeting on the lands of my ancestors, the Wurundjeri people, and I want to take this opportunity to pay my respects to my elders both past, present and emerging, elders from all nations, but I particularly want to pay my respects to Evan Gavin this afternoon. But I want to make a couple of acknowledgements. I want to acknowledge all the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander mob joining us. I'd like to acknowledge you all and pay my deepest respect to you all. But I'd also like to acknowledge the amazing man, Uncle Jack Charles, the Charles family, especially Auntie Chrissy. And I want to pay my deepest respects to the Charles family. Woman Jekka, welcome. Warren Jerry Bullock, Yeaman Kondi Bick. The Wurundjeri people welcome everyone to land today. Wurundjeri, no, 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 Budumbur war, Kondi Nangnuk, Dubunum, Big Bullock, Bull, Tilikan. The Wurundjeri people want you to look after and protect the land as they did long before. Wurundjeri country extends from the inner city of Melbourne, it goes across the mountains of the Great Dividing Range, west to the Werribee River, south to the Mordialic Creek, and east to Mount Borbore. And the Wurundjeri people are part of the Kulin Nation and of the Wurrung Language Group. Hello, my name is Colin Hunter Jr. or Willert, meaning possum. A name given to me by my grandmother as a young boy. I'm a proud and passionate seventh generation Wurundjeri man and a direct descendant of Bibigen, who was Nullangetta or head of the tribe at the time at first settlement. And it's through my grandmother, Gumbriar, meaning white dove, or only tiny or nana she was known to us mob, that I've got Aboriginal culture and heritage in my life today, so for that I say thanks, Nan. My grandmother was one of the last of the Aboriginal people born in the early 1920s, up at Corrandoke Mission in Healesville, before she got pushed up the barrow on the river in New South Wales. In Aboriginal culture, a great deal of respect is given to the land, the plants and animals alike. 
And as always, I've got my beautiful gum leaves. I'm going to leave them over there. That's probably the easiest place. And if you do get an opportunity before you leave today, take a nice one and put it in your pocket for the day, please. The significance of that will keep you safe for long country and give you the accesses to the resources while you're on country. And while you're on Wurundjeri country, you're most welcome to the traditional lands and the waterways of the Wurundjeri people. So woman Jack are welcome. Rest in peace, Uncle Jack. Hello and welcome to the state funeral of Uncle Jack Charles. Thank you to the jury jury, the Curry Youth Will Shakespeare's and the Murray Yapanya dancers and to Jason Tamaru for that very moving and powerful smoking ceremony. Thank you also to Uncle Colin Hunter for your welcome. My name is Ari Mazalong, I use he him pronouns and I am a proud Merriam and Yitinji man. I'm Frankie Mazzoni, I use Sheila pronouns, and I'm a proud 14-year-old transgender student in Year 9. We'd both like to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land which we meet upon today, the Wurundjeri people. We'd also like to acknowledge the Bunurong traditional owners. We've both been lucky enough to grow up with Uncle Jack being a part of our families. Uncle Jack and my grandfather Bob Mazza started the first black theatre, Nindathana, back in 1971. We're both honoured to host today's service and would like to thank Arnie Christie for giving us this opportunity. We'd like to now remind everyone that even though Uncle Jack's phone would often ring during a radio interview or while he was on stage, we ask that your phones are off. Thank you. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in the room and watching this service, please note that today's service contains images, voices and footage of deceased people. Today's service will be one of spirit, prestige, colour, stories, song, and it wouldn't be Uncle Jack with a little bit of cheeky, without a little bit of cheekiness too. Uh, so while we're on that, please be advised that some of today's content may contain coarse language. There will no doubt be a lot of emotion among us today. If anyone is having a hard time, please reach out to one of the staff so that we can have someone check in on you to make sure that you're okay, or some time outside of the hall if that helps. We'd like to acknowledge a number of people here today. First and foremost, all of Uncle Jack's family, including Arnie Chrissy, as well as those members of Uncle Jack's family who are unable to attend today due to the floods. We would like to pay our respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander elders, uh, Brigadier Robert Marsh, representing the Governor General of Australia, her Excellency, the Honourable Linda Dezoe, General uh, Governor of Victoria, and Mr. Anthony Howard. Representing the Premier of Victoria, the Honourable Colin Brooks, Acting Minister for Treaty of, and First Peoples, Minister for Child Protection and Family Services, Minister for Disability, Ageing and Carers. The Honourable Linda Burney, Minister for Indigenous Australians, representing the Prime Minister of Australia. The Honourable Steve Demopoulos, Minister for Tourism, Sports and Major Events, Minister for Creative Industries. The Honourable Harriet Shing, Minister for Water, Minister for Regional Development, Minister for Equality. Former Governor General Right Reverend, the Honourable Dr. Peter Hollingworth, the Honourable Jeff Kennett, former Premier of Victoria, Ms. Christine Cousins, Parliamentary Secretary for First Peoples member, members of the Victorian and Australian Parliaments. Representing the right, Honourable the Lord Mayor of Melbourne, Councillor Jamal Hakim, former Members of Parliament, representatives from First Peoples organisations, distinguished guests. Now for the reason why we're all here today, to celebrate and farewell the proud Bunurong, Jajawurong, Woiwurrung and Tangaron man, Uncle Jack Charles, born on the 6th of September 1943 at the Royal Women's Hospital, son to Auntie Blanche Charles, grandson to Auntie Muriel, and brother to Esme, Eva Jo, Artie, and of course his sister girl, Auntie Chrissy, also known as Auntie Zenith, meaning pretty butterfly. 
Uncle Jack was also the son of Uncle Hilton Walsh, which he only discovered last year. Uncle Jack was the grandson to Joe and Effie Walsh, and brother to Zane, Grady, Miles, Belinda, and Regina, and uncle to Michelle, Naomi, David, Ben, Aya, Matthew, Emily, Jared, Evelyn, and Robert, and a great uncle to many. Uncle Jack was a member of the Stolen Generation, snatched from his mother and sent to the baby's home in Brunswick at four months old. When he turned two years old and was too old for the baby's home, he was sent to the Box Hill Boys' home. Uncle Jack endured years of trauma in the home. Like many survivors of the Stolen Generation, Uncle Jack had met siblings and other relatives without knowing at the time that they were related until many years later. At the age of 14, he left the Box Hill Boys' home to live with the Foster family and was apprenticed as a glass beveler. It was around this time that he also started performing. After finding out information about his birth mum, he had a dispute with his foster mum. She then called the police on Uncle Jack. This would be the first of many incarcerations and see Uncle Jack caught in the, crime of, the cycle of crime and doing time. At the age of 60, he spent the next two decades turning his life around. He was never afraid to waggle the finger, stamp his foot and point the bone. We'll all remember Uncle Jack as a highly respected elder Proud, proud member of the LGBTQIA community, actor, musician, potter, gifted performer, and a leading black light in his community, self-proclaimed local featherfoot Kadaicha lawman. <laughs> Uncle Jack was the recipient of many awards, including a Green Room Lifetime Achievement Award, Victorian Senior Australian of the Year, the Road Ochre Award, and most recently was awarded NADOC Male Elder of the Year. In 2008, Uncle Jack's award-winning documentary, Varsity, directed by Amiel Corton Wilson, was released. From 2010 to 2018, Uncle Jack toured his show, co-written by John Romerill, Jack Charles versus the Crown, nationally and internationally. In 2019, Uncle Jack released his memoir, Born Again Blackfella, that he co-wrote with Namilla Benson. Uncle Jack starred in many shows, including Pan, Dimbula the Stage Play, Woodley, Play School, Clever Man, Mystery Road, Black Comedy, Preppers, and last year featured in, as he liked to call it, Who the Fuck Do You Think You Are? Unfortunately, due to the flood crisis, Premier Daniel Andrews, fondly referred to Uncle Jack as Danny Boy, is unable to attend today, but would now like to invite the Honourable Colin Brooks to speak on behalf of the Premier. Thank you. I'd like to begin by acknowledging that we meet together on the Wurundjeri country to honour and celebrate the life of Uncle Jack, Charles a proud Boon Jajawarong, Woiwurrung and Tungarung man. I acknowledge traditional owners of this beautiful land, the Wurundjeri people. I pay my deepest respect to their ancestors and elders and I extend my esteem to all elders and first peoples who are here today or watching this service live online. In acknowledging Wurundjeri country, I honour the countless generations who have lived on and cared for this ancient land. I acknowledge their strength, resilience and continued connection to this country skies and waterways. I'd also like to acknowledge Uncle Jack's family, the Governor of Victoria, Her Excellency, the Honourable Linda DeSalle, Minister for Indigenous Australians, the Honourable Linda Burney, Chair of the Uruk Justice Commission, Professor Eleanor Burke, AMQC, KC, I beg your pardon, CEO of the Uruk Justice Commission, Hugh de Cresta, CEO of the First People's Assembly of Victoria, Andrew Gargett, former Premier of Victoria, the Honourable Jeff Kennett, many parliamentary colleagues, members of the First People's Assembly of Victoria and Euro Justice Commissioners. As has just been said, the Premier has asked me to apologise for not being able to be here today. He planned to be here, but the ongoing floods throughout Victoria has meant that he's not being able to be with us. A little after 10am on Tuesday, April the 26th, earlier this year, Uncle Jack Charles became the first Aboriginal elder to testify at the Uruk Justice Commission. The Commission's work is central to what we believe in Victoria. 
that better outcomes for Aboriginal people must be led by Aboriginal people. It was a momentous day and an important step on our path towards delivering treaty. It was the first time in our nation's history that an Aboriginal person gave evidence to a truth-telling commission into systemic injustice. And it was only right that the first person to share his story was the finest storyteller of them all. To read Uncle Jack's testimony and to learn of his journey as a survivor of the stolen generation is to learn of a man who had faced bitter hardship from the day he was born. In his witness statement to the Commission, Uncle Jack said, I was taken from my mum and placed in a series of homes to be raised as a white person. Nobody ever taught me love. I was never raised in a loving situation, never held. I can't remember ever being held as a child. And yet, in spite of this hardship and the absence of love so early in his life, Uncle Jack dedicated his life to sharing his love and inspiring others. We were always better off from hearing the wisdom of his words, wisdom that he shared with so many of you here today. He often called himself a leading light, and that he was in so many ways. He told stories that were once hidden away of abuse, dispossession, and of enormous pain. And through tragedy, he created art, and through art, he created a powerful voice for change. He had a smile you could trademark, charm like no one else, and grace you could almost feel. To people in the arts, he was revered and respected. And to Victoria's Aboriginal community, he was an elder, a survivor, a healer, and a relentless force for progress. And maybe that was most evident in the way he helped thousands of prisoners around our state. With openness and integrity, he shared his experience in life and showed others what their futures could hold. He knew he could be, quote, an instrument for the change in others, as he put it. Yes, he was humble, but he also understood his power and also used it, always used it to help others. He'd spent a lifetime jumping hurdles and moving mountains, obstacles that should never have been put in front of him in the first place. But it must always be remembered that the battles he fought were not for him alone, because what Uncle Jack fought for wasn't his future, it was the future of those who came after him. He paved a road that made life just a little bit easier for Aboriginal kids, queer kids, prisoners. He built a stage and filled it with Aboriginal voices he gave us more wisdom than we ever deserved from him. He gave us more compassion than we were ever owed. Yes, he was a leading light, and that's exactly how he'll be remembered. Farley, Uncle Jack. Thank you, Minister Brooks. For anyone who's been to a state funeral before, you notice that there are a few things different about today's service. In true Uncle Jack style, even as he travels home, home to the Dreaming, he's still been busy making waves and causing changes. We are very excited to invite to the stage Uncle Kutcher Edwards, a proud muddy muddy yoda yoda nari nari man. Uncle Jack's big little cousin is going to sing a revised national anthem that was written by Judith Durham and Uncle Kutcher back in 2006. We are very honoured to have Judith's family attending today's service. Uncle Kutcher will be accompanied by the proud Jarjarurong and Yorta Yorta man, Uncle Stan Yaramunya on the Yidaki, and Cleo Rinna on piano. Please welcome them to the stage.
I'm, um, yeah, it's, we did the sound check this morning, and he wasn't laying there. It's, uh, yeah, but, um, it'd be remiss of me to not respect the fact 
that Judas family's in the audience. And when somebody goes out on a limb, ready to be popped off at any chance, any time, took a lot of courage. So I thank Judas for, for doing that. Not for me, but for a better tomorrow for us as the first. <laughs> I want to send a cheerio because Jack's prodding me at the moment to all the mobs who what we call are on holiday uh, I send a cheerio to you all and uh, yeah he was an advocate for each and every one of you because we we did our time as children in those institutions so I send a cheerio to you all but um There's a photo. Oh, who's that idiot? <laughs> There's a photo that I wanted to be uh, beamed up. Still not there, but anyway. <laughs> I went and had a yarn to Auntie Ollie Jackson. She was a Jackson at the time. But our auntie, mine and Jackson, and I said, Aunt, I had to write a piece for Palliative Care Victoria to understand how our elders uh, interpret what's going to happen on that journey of palliative care. And I sat with our Auntie Ollie for nearly two and a half hours at ACES. And I got up and I saw, saw on the wall a photo with all my mum's brothers and sisters. And um, I said, down in the left, bottom of the left of this big frame, I said, Auntie Ol, who's that, who's that auntie there? She pointed at me and she said, that's your auntie Blanche. And I said, uh, so, I never met her, aunt. She said, no, nah, you wouldn't have met her. I said, who's their children? She said, Jackie Charles, Esme Charles, Archie Charles, my dear cousin, Christine Charles. I said, aunt, I've known Jackie and Christine and Archie and Esme for over 35 years. I didn't know how closely related we were. She pointed at me again. She said, well, now you know. And uh, he's been proclaiming, oh, my big cousin caught you. <laughs> Ever since. <laughs> Probably wanted me to do that in Smith Street for him, but anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm going to sing a song that I wrote for Jack. It's called Home. How could this happen? A family torn apart. Did they have no conscience? Did they have no heart? Life full of sorrow You learn to fend for yourself Never any possessions Yet surrounded by wealth 
You stood up for what you believed in Your spirit remained strong To overcome the obstacles To find where you belong You're free from the shackles That kept you so confined We'll try to carry on your legacy That you have left behind The burden of trauma It's all you ever know You're now on that beautiful journey Where no one is left alone All you've been to make yourself Dear old, you finally As we look to the future, who would have ever believed? We'll treasure your memory and all you've achieved. It's time to rest now in that beautiful place, surrounded by our loved ones. With that smile on your face The burden of trauma It's all you've ever known You're now on that beautiful journey When no one's ever left alone All your life you've been trying to make yourself a home. Dear old Jeff, you finally home. Dear old Jeff, you finally home. Dear old Jack, you made it back home. Thank you, Uncle Kutcher, Uncle Stan, and Cleo for performing our new national anthem. As, as well as for sharing your stories about Uncle Jack. The beautiful song, Home, that you wrote for Uncle Jack. We'd now like to invite Aya Jacqueline Charles Hamilton to the stage. She's a proud judge of Warren, Yoto Yoto woman. Not only is Aya Jack's niece, she was also named and she's been following steps by Fildia TV interviews for the first time since Uncle Jack passed. Today she'll be speaking on behalf of Annie Chrissy and all of Uncle Jack's family. Please welcome Aya to the stage. like to start off with acknowledge the acknowledgement. So I'd like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land. I would also like to pay my respect, respects to elders, both past, present, and of the Kulin Nation, and 
extend that respect to all other Indigenous people here today. My name is Aya, and I'm Uncle Jackson. I'm speaking on behalf of Auntie Chris and Uncle Jack's family. It's so wonderful to see so many people here to honour our great Uncle Jack and to know many more people are watching from, from their homes, Federation Square, from prisons where Uncle Jack dedicated so much of his time. We're so grateful for the messages of love and support that we've all received from many people who knew Uncle Jack and also the outpouring of appreciation for him from the public. Thank you so much. He'd be tickled by that. <laughs> Uncle, Jack. Uncle Jack was all about family and community. Despite the horrors that Uncle Jack lived through, he was eternally optimistic and always working towards making a better world for his family and community tirelessly dedicated all his time to uplift and strengthening us. And he leaves behind an incredible legacy. We are so proud of Uncle Jack's ongoing work with the youth, Justice Base, as the ambassador for Uncle Archie Roach's foundation. for all his film, television, and theatre work. Which led... Which led to so many awards. His wonderful book, Born Again Blackfella. His work as an advocate. His NADOC Male Out of the Year Award this year. He will live on in our hearts and minds of many through his long list of amazing achievements. Uncle Jack also leaves a massive impact on each and every one of us and we were lucky enough to have known him. Aside from his immense talent, he was a wise and respected elder and an incredible, compassionate, generous, generous person. He had time for a yarn and so many remarkable yarns to tell. Many of them hilarious. It was impossible to share a space with Uncle Jack without being struck by the twinkle of his eye his infectious smile and getting caught up in his joyful enthusiasm. I'm so blessed to have had him, have him as my uncle. He was an inspiration and an icon. I thank you all. Love you, Uncle Jack. Thank you, Aya, for that tribute. It's time for our next performer. He's a proud Gugger and Murning man and a prolific musician. A member of Australia's first Aboriginal rock band, no fixed address, and has toured with Midnight Oil and now fronts his own band. A dear friend of Uncle Jack's who's performing his own song, One, that he sang to Uncle Jack in his last hours. Please welcome to the stage, Uncle Bart Willoughby. Huh? 
One thing about us uh, boys who um, survive a uh, boy's home is uh, we end up falling in love because we know about all the other stuff. And so uh, Jack is a song that uh, confirms that we loved love. Uncle Jack, you're known as having worn many hats throughout your life, but I kind of feel like educator is one that isn't mentioned enough. Whether it was heading back into prisons or performing on a stage or screen through your memoir or perhaps even stopping to chat to people everywhere you went, it was remarkable to witness your wisdom 
insights and experiences that you shared to educate many and you did it with a powerful fortitude that was one of your greatest gifts as a storyteller. I'm actually going to hand over to one of your closest friends, filmmaker and director, Amiel Caution Wilson, who's captured just some of your profound moments. Vale, uncle, I'm going to miss you so much and thank you for pouring so much heart into this world. treading the boards, fronting the camera, and uh, waggling the finger and stamping the foot and pointing the bone at irresponsible behaviour. It's a role of an elder in my unique position. It's a big undertaking. Yeah. There is life beyond drugs, alcohol, jail time and homelessness, yeah. etc. Yeah. As an elder, you're um, fulfilling your cultural responsibilities as well. Mate. Yes, yes, yes. Australia's not in, you know, it's in a unique, unique country. It's peculiarly, from my observation, peculiarly racist against us. We're on the road to uh, engaging with Parliament, engaging with uh, the prison industry and etc. to make a bold difference. That's where I'm at now waiting in the wings. My son, you troubled eyes that mine are old and hurt but hard alive. Your black skin soft as Thanks, Art, uh, Uncle Bart, for that amazing performance. And thank you, Amiel, for putting together that film package of Uncle Jack. Okay, now for our next speaker. Oh Here's an... Oh, just my God, hurry up, you mum. We running late. It's already started. Excuse me. Oh, hi. Sorry. Sorry, wait. Um, 
Uh, can you guys please take your seats? Uh, oh. You can't just barge in like this, you mum. Huh? Where's We're so seat? loud. I mean, like, like... I thought we didn't need seats being VIB. Hey. What you mean, no, VIB? There's, there's a screen out back. We can see you out there. Tea, biscuits, you know? You got, hey, we're on, we're running a tight ship here. We're gonna move. Let's go. Oh, go on, like, then. True. Come on, God. <laughs> oh my come God. Come Shame job. Come on, come on, come on. This way, but move it. Oh, either way, either way, way, I don't mind here. Gorgeous there. Oh, look how fab. embarrassing. Oh my yeah, God, be. girls. Um. Okay. Uh, sorry about that. Um, Where are we? Oh, here. Uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> I'll just start that again. Um. Now, for our next speaker. <clears throat> uh, he's an Australian filmmaker and has directed over 20 short films and several feature films, including Uncle Jack's documentary, Varsity, where he followed Uncle Jack around for over seven years. During that time, the two of them developed a long-life friendship. Uncle Jack would often refer to him as the man that saved my life. Please welcome to the stage, Emil Corden-Wilson. Uh, my name's Emil Cotton-Wilson. Uh, firstly, I also wanted to acknowledge that we are gathered here today on what always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Uh, excuse me if I become a little emotional through this, so bear with me. Um, uh, I first met Uncle Jack Charles at a cafe in Brundwick Street in Fitzroy in September 2001. I was 21 years old and we had organised to get a coffee to discuss the possibility of making a film together about Jack's life. It was only after a couple of minutes that Uncle Jack stopped, seemed a little distracted. I asked him what was wrong and he wanted to know if I was going to start filming him then and there. <laughs> Thankfully, I happened to have a camera with me, so I started filming straight away at that cafe table. Little did I know that we were embarking on a journey that would last seven years and would forge a friendship that I'm still trying to find words to help define. This quote from Jean Genet always reminded me of Uncle Jack during the years we spent the majority of our time together. A man dreams a long time in order to act with grandeur, and dreaming is nursed in darkness. Simone Weil said that attention is the purest form of love, and by that definition, Uncle Jack was a lighthouse of love that never stopped shining. His ability to lift up those around him was unlike anything I have ever seen. Whether he was quelling the rantings of a drunken stranger who had accosted him on the street or helping a family member or friend, Uncle Jack really listened. He gave people space to be themselves, and he met them on their terms in a way that afforded them a unique dignity. The way he would encourage someone was remarkable, egging them on while they spoke, enraptured in that moment and caught up in the plight of whoever was in front of him. Uncle Jack spoke about romantic love in a way that still brings tears to my eyes. For him, it was a sacred thing, so precious that he felt blessed to have experienced it just the once. Uncle Jack's warmth, care, and respect for a bus, bus driver he had never met as we caught a bus across town was as genuine as his smile and embrace for someone he had known for years. And the way he lent into every social interaction and saw light and dignity in everyone around him was deeply inspiring. There's a quote that says the artist, like the criminal, is a social explorer. For me, this summed up Jack perfectly. Uncle Jack's perspective was garnered from, both, from being both, and he was comfortable in almost any setting. Some brief memories of our friendship. Meeting Uncle, Jack, uh, meeting Uncle Jack for Christmas Day lunch at his hostel in Napier Street, Fitzroy, 2001. Eating lasagna together at the George Wright Hostel on a balmy Saturday afternoon in 2002. Uncle Jack staying for two days at a wild house party we held and spontaneously performing to an enraptured crowd in our kitchen, which you see a brief moment of in that video. <laughs> Visiting Uncle Jack in Beechworth Prison to bring him detective and spy novels and underwear and then receiving his remarkable letters about being comforted by the shadows cast on his cell wall as he fell asleep each night because they reminded him of the shadow of Ned Kelly's helmet. <laughs> Seeing Uncle Jack on stage again for the remarkable one-man show, Jack versus the Crown. Here's to all the cups of tea and coffee, to all the cigarettes, to all the stories that constantly twisted and curled in on themselves that I sat and listened to. Uncle Jack's stories were always like magic tricks, filled with misdirection and rich with circuitous details. Here's to staying up until 5 a.m. on countless nights over the years, the quietest moments in which two friends share their fears and vulnerabilities. It was during these all-night conversations that we would often end up talking about Uncle Jack's childhood. 
When Uncle Jack decided to tell you something, he would tell you with such candor and vulnerability that it couldn't help but be put everything else in stark perspective. And I've never met another human being who was as emotionally honest. The pride, love, and affection with which Uncle Jack spoke about his family was always so touching. His beautiful sisters, brothers, nieces, nephews, and cousins. I'm honored to know all of you, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for being so welcoming from the moment we first met. Over the last couple of years, Jack and I had great plans to create another film together, along with a, uh, an upcoming book, and we'd collaborated as recently as 2020 on a film project. I've been quite numb these last few weeks, so being able to spend time with Uncle Jack's family and close friends has been a joy. I also want to thank them for their love and warmth during this extremely painful time. Uncle Jack, I love you, my friend. You changed my life, and thank you for everything. We're nearing the end of our show, and I hope you really enjoyed listening to the very beautiful um, piece that 3CR prepared, and that was part of the state funeral. You just you just heard that, the state funeral of Uncle Jack Charles. And we're going to be going out now with our theme song, Black Fella, White Fella by the Rumpy Band. Stay tuned every week for the Doin' Time show every Monday from 4 to 5. Stay strong and take care of each other. Bye. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. 
For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.